it turns out the election was stolen. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Elon Musk released a bunch of internal emails to, I think, Barry Weiss and Matt Taibbi concerning Hunter Biden, or maybe just about everything. And, you know, I listened to the Barry Weiss podcast. I listened to the Matt Taibbi podcast before he stopped doing one to write a book. So it sounds like Elon Musk listens to the same people that I do. Basically, he's anti-woke. No wonder I love the guy, even if he is single-handedly solving climate change. So Matt Taibbi did a long thread on Twitter about what the internal emails and the Hunter Biden laptop story that I think dropped like 10 days before the 2020 election. And basically, Twitter employees, they knew they were breaking their own rules to censor that information. And the reason why they did it was because they didn't want Donald Trump to get reelected. I mean, I think, I mean, I already knew that. I'm sure everyone who listens to me already knew that kind of stuff. But it is nice to get the, the smoking gun finally. And they did other stuff. They let the Democratic National Committee just send them usernames to block. And then they would block them. And I guess the Trump administration also talked to Twitter about blocking people and whatnot, but as far as I've heard so far, Twitter didn't actually do it, but you know, they were trying. Trump was trying. You know, I'm not a Trump supporter, so I can speak the truth about any subject I want. But I haven't trolled Facebook yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of a good troll on this subject. Something like, Twitter lied, and those lies got Biden re- elected president. Thank God. And no, don't think that any other large media organization or tech company did anything similar. They are the only ones. You can only give them credit for the lie that got Biden elected. Anyways, something like that. But basically, if you get the internal emails of every mainstream media company, every big tech company, I mean, anyone who had any control over information right before the election and... And, going, and probably the four years previous, um, you would just get the same thing. You would just get a bunch of people who knowingly lied. It's not, you know, the, the Hunter Biden laptop wasn't like, well, we don't know if it's true, and so our rules say we got to do something. They're like, this is breaking our rules. We're censoring it. We're suppressing it. And if you could get the New York Times or the Washington Post or CNN or anyone, if you get any of those companies' internal emails, it would all be the same thing. And if you get four years of the emails, it would all be the same thing about Trump. They just, you know, they thought he was Hitler, and so they thought it was okay to lie. Or you're not lying, you know, if, you, if you're taking down Hitler, it's not really a lie, or something like that. And as a reminder, I voted for Joe Biden, and, like, I didn't like Trump, but the real reason I voted for Joe Biden was because Trump had ruined all the mainstream media. Like, I used to get the Sunday New York Times paper and read it, and I knew I could trust every single word in there. But because of Trump derangement syndrome, the New York Times just was a newspaper full of lies. And so it kind of it ruined a thing that I loved. I loved the New York Times, and they got ruined by Trump. And so that's not Trump's fault. He didn't make them lie. They could have kept telling the truth. But anyways, I voted for Biden to get rid of Trump, and then hopefully we get back to the truth. And also, Biden, right, he was, he was supposed to be the, the middle-of-the-road centrist guy who wasn't going to be far left like some of the other kooks. Although I like Bernie Sanders, too, but... um. Anyways, Biden didn't turn out to be the peach that I thought he might be. Like, I was voting for a bump on a log, and he is a bump on a log, but his administration is trying to put transgender people in girls' bathrooms and all sorts of weird shit that 
is none of their business. So I didn't go look at this stuff, but I've heard this from a few sources. You know, so it turns out Twitter lied to, in a way, rig the election for Biden, which is, I mean, you know, is that the biggest news story ever? I mean, it's pretty goddamn big. I'll tell you what it's not. It's not a below average news story. And apparently if you go to like, you know, the Washington Post homepage or CNN or whatever, you go to any of those mainstream media outlets, they're not talking about it. In fact, it's radio silence on it, which makes sense because, you know, if they're, like I say, CNN can't be like, oh, look at what Twitter did. Because it'd be like, oh, our, we did the exact same thing. And CNN is under new management that's supposed to make it a centrist thing. But anyways, obviously they're, I guess this is too hot. This is a, this is a little too hot even for them. Or else they're not centrist at all and they're still just a bunch of woke motherfuckers. And so what about the politics of this? I mean, you know, remember, Republicans and Democrats are the same. They just do what rich people tell them. I mean, you know, like a poor person could say, hey, politician, you want to come over to my house for dinner and listen to my concerns and then you'll know all what's going on with poor people? And then, you know, a rich person's like, hey, politician, you want to come over to my house? We're having lobster and, you know, at a pool party in Miami and I'll tell you about my problems. Well, you know where the politician goes. If 100 out of 100 people that you talk to say that the biggest problem in America today is that the rich are taxed too much, you start thinking, well, I guess that must be it. That must be the biggest problem in America today. It's 100% unanimous. And so I say that because the Republicans are taking over the House and they get to do the investigating now. And they have said that they want to investigate the Hunter Biden laptop story. And it's my belief that they that what they were planning on doing was somehow investigating that story so that it didn't hurt any rich people. You know, didn't hurt any powerful people. Didn't hurt anyone they knew. Like, basically, like, how much crack cocaine did Hunter Biden smoke that day, sir? And then they get through their investigation and say, he did, he had sex with this many prostitutes, and he did this much cocaine, and that's the end of the investigation. But in my, you know, like, I don't care about Hunter Biden. I don't care how much hookers and cocaine you do, you know, keep it legal, or at least the hooker part, but giant corporations lying to take down Trump, that doesn't actually affect a Republican politician, right? It's like, they're not Trump. They are not Trump themselves, so who cares? In fact, that's the status quo. The powerful people are in power. You don't want to change who's in power because you're, in, you're, you're part of it too. If you're in power and then the liars and the media are in power, then apparently that's exactly how you want it and that's exactly how you want to keep it. And, but anyways, hopefully now with Elon Musk just showing how Twitter was so, you know, in my opinion, the whole story, not the crack hookers, hopefully that means the, the Republican politicians will, will go down that a little bit. And then if you go down that, that is an endless cornucopia of giant people, of powerful people who've just been lying to manipulate the American public. You might almost say they rigged an election. All right, dear listener, here's a hypothetical trying to suss out, you know, what what would be stealing an election? Well, first off, what do people hate? They hate pedophiles. So what if you found a woman who knew Donald Trump when she was a kid and, you know, she has TDS up the wazoo and every other orifice and you get her to lie and say that she was raped by Donald Trump when she was a child? So that's one lie, but we're not done. We're going to have to have two lies. Now you go find a reporter who's willing to lie because they have TDS coming out their ears. 
I think I would start at like BuzzFeed or another one of these online rags. And so you get them to write up the story about the woman who said that she was raped by Trump as a child. And you drop this 10 days before the election. Now there doesn't have to be any proof or any evidence because here's what everyone else does. New York Times headline, woman says she was raped by Donald Trump as a child. Or maybe BuzzFeed drops a bombshell that Trump raped a girl as a child. And anyways, you can see the article written at the New York Times. And at the very bottom, they just say, none of this has been confirmed by the New York Times. And then you just drag it out for 10 days. On the 11th day, you go, you know what? We looked into it and it couldn't be confirmed because it wasn't true. And then obviously, every other mainstream media outlet in the entire country does the same thing. Because that's just how they are. You know, they're not, it's not collusion. They don't call each other up in a secret cabal. They just, they know what to do. They know what to do. And there's a million ways to write the headline, right? It's all, it's all lies, but it's lies by omission. You know, the headline is, Donald Trump raped a child. And then in the body of it, you say, according to someone. And so my question to you, dear listener, again, is, would that be stealing an election? Would that be rigging an election? Because if that would be, or you know, or maybe that's the freest and fairest election you ever heard of. But if that's stealing an election, then Don Trump did have the election stolen from him. Except they did it for four years on every single subject, period. And, you know, remember, lying is not illegal. Maybe you could get the lady on slander or something, but you can't get, you can't get slander on um, public figures generally. So, basically, that would just be a completely legal thing to do. You know, if you fill out one voter ballot... In, in, a, in whatever to steal one vote's worth of voting whatever that you could go to prison for but if you man- manipulate the entire country totally kosher totally legal and now we don't know like if specifically the hunter biden lies of omission swung the election but it was a close election i mean that's part of the problem when you got a 50 50 election anything can change it i believe trump lost by eighty thousand votes it's got to be the right votes, you know. An extra 80,000 in California wouldn't have done nothing for him, but I think it was 80,000 in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. Like Georgia, I remember he, he lost by 11,000 votes, which is infinitesimal compared to the population of Georgia. It's a big-ass state. It was basically like Georgia in particular was like 50-50. Any change, any change either way, well, Biden won. Any change towards Trump would have made Trump win Georgia. And then not quite as much on a knife's edge, but still on a knife's edge was uh, Michigan and Pennsylvania. And as a reminder, this is before January 6th, so that's, what, that's back when people liked, that's back when half of America liked Trump. I mean, he, he couldn't win like that today. And then another Twitter news, um, Kanye West, I think, got kicked off of Twitter. Elon Musk had brought him back, and I think he just kicked him off again. He put like a swastika inside a Star of David, you know, like a Jewish thing anti-Jewish thing. So I think they banned his account. But um, like Elon Musk had talked about banning tweets versus accounts. Basically, he's not following his own rules perfectly. Elon Musk is like, yeah, we're going to do free speech. I mean, it's too hard. I mean, I don't, I don't blame him. In its early days, he's still trying to figure stuff out. But I think what he had said, which is, I think, a good policy, is you ban hate tweets. You don't ban accounts for hate speech. But you, you know, I hate to say it, you suppress, you censor their tweets. So instead of stopping Kanye in general, 
you just make it so that you can't see his picture of a Star of David filled with a swastika. And I will say, you know, like the First Amendment, you can you can do anything you want, but it, you know, it's getting close. The stuff that Kanye's doing, all his hatred of the Jews, it's getting close to making black people go out and attack Jews. Now, legally, you have to have a direct incitement to violence. You have to say, hey, Jerome, I want you to go up and punch Mr. Greenberg, right? Now, that's not protected under the First Amendment. But if you say, hey, black people, the Jews are not your friend, and they might deserve a punch, or whatever, or you should go up and punch them. The Jews, you know, the Jews are the ones who sold you into slavery, and you should punch them in the face every time you see one. That's legal, because it's not a direct incitement to violence, like a particular person, particular event. But I think with social media, it's a little bit different. You know, it used to be you could only talk to one person at a time, or, you know, maybe a, a few people. You could talk to a few people at a time, but you couldn't talk to millions at a time. So it probably, you know, I think we need a new uh, rule of incitement to violence, at least enforced by Twitter, probably, which is you can't tell your million followers to go punch a Jew today. And so it made me think, you know, like before Elon, all the tech companies, they, they just call something hate speech, which I said before, hate speech. You know, what's the definition of hate speech? That's someone you don't like saying something you don't like. There's nothing more, nothing less. It's completely subjective. Whoever's in, whoever's in control of designating stuff hate speech, they just find people they don't like and things they don't like them saying, and they bust their ass. So I just think it would be awesome if Elon Musk would have, you know, that, you know, so instead of banning Kanye entirely, when you go look for this picture of the swastika or whatever, you don't see the picture. What you find is a message that says, this message is banned under Twitter's hate speech policies. Which means that someone we don't like is saying something we don't like. Like, just explicitly say it there so that every time you go find a hate speech message, whatever. Like, the whole, the whole nation could have, a, could have a conversation about what hate speech is if it said what it was right there you know, in blunt terms on Twitter every time. I would love that. If you're listening, Elon, maybe this is the reason I chose the example I chose, but... Um, when Twitter suppressed the Hunter Biden story, they put it under the same category that they put child porn, which apparently they, they had different levels of censorship, but the most hardcore one is the one to stop child porn. And so that's the one that they used on the Hunter Biden laptop story. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.